This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It felt so good having our hair and makeup done for the behind the scenes thing. I haven't felt that relaxed in like months. I know. It was like being at a spa. Only a hair and makeup trailer spa. (laughs) Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Sarah Fain, a TV writer and producer living in, at the moment, Puerto Rico, and with me is my high school friend and writing partner, Liz. That's me, Liz Craft. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. Today, we're going to talk about how sometimes it's not a fun job and we don't enjoy it. Then in Take a Hike, we look at a unique aspect of being in a partnership. Only one person can break down at a time. In Hits and Bombs, we give a hit to our cast and crew, and we have a buggy bomb. Finally, this week's Hollywood hack will help you recover from a bad day. Yes. But first, Sarah, we have an update. Yes. So production is currently underway in Puerto Rico on our new show, Fantasy Island, which will be on Fox starting in August. I think August 10th is our premiere date. But in addition to that, on May 1st, all seasons of the original 1977 Fantasy Island series starring the amazing Ricardo Montalban and also the 1998 remake are available streaming on Tubi. So now if you want to like catch up on all the old classic episodes of Fantasy Island, you can see them all on Tubi, which is great for us. Yes. We want to get everybody excited for Fantasy Island. And we, Sarah, and the writers have had such a good time going back and watching old episodes. One of our writers, Ben, has watched like dozens and dozens (laughs) and dozens of episodes, seems like. So everybody catch up before our August premiere of the new Fantasy Island. Okay, Sarah, it is time for From the Treadmill Desk of, in which we discuss what's most pressing in our work psyches. This week, it's sometimes it's not a fun job, and we don't enjoy it. We have so many mantras and mottos and sayings to remind ourselves that we are really lucky to be working television writers. And our number one mantra, of course, Sarah, as anyone who listens to this podcast ever knows, is it's a fun job and we enjoy it. Yes. And usually that's true. I mean, the vast majority of the time, that is true. But sometimes it is not. <laughs> and yes. We are in one of those moments right now where there's just so much work 
the constant criticism cycle, budget constraints, time constraints, just the logistics of this particular show are very challenging. And I, before we go on to complain about that, I should say that it looks incredible. Oh my like, God. What is being produced, even without the constraints we're under, would just be like, oh my God, it's amazing. Like we looked at dailies yes. earlier today and it was, it's just so we great. We were exclaiming. No, it looks yes. so gorgeous. But Sarah, the process of making it though, like I feel like um, Luke Skywalker in the trash compactor <laughs> on the Death Star. You know what I mean? It just feels yes. like the walls are closing in and it's like, oh my God, how can we keep these walls from crushing us? What do they do? They get those big beams, right? Yes, they use something, yes, whatever they yes, do, we need those. Yes. And, you know, it is just, it's the nature of the job. It's the nature of shows, especially first-year shows, which are just notoriously difficult because everyone is figuring out exactly what the show is and how to make the show. And it's just, sometimes we just can't be like, yes, we love every second. It's great. (laughs) Sometimes we're just like, oh, my God, how are we going to make it through this? We will. And then there's still moments of joy Like we were on set the other night. There was this just soft island breeze blowing. We were shooting an exterior scene with all these soft lanterns and it was just beautiful. And you brought Violet down and Violet was like, this is a fun job. Like, I like this. (laughs) And I'm like, it is so wonderful, but it's also not at times. Yes. And of course, We totally acknowledge the irony of being in this stunningly gorgeous place with ocean and jungle. And like right now my curtains are closed just to help Chuck with like the sound of being in a hotel room. But if I open them, there Mm -hmm. are people paddleboarding on the ocean and sunbathing. We are living in a vacation spot where people are just coming to relax and enjoy their their lives. And it's so not what we're doing. And we just like, we wake up in the middle of the night almost every night, completely stressed, up for at least an hour, like tossing and turning and stomach churning, worrying about one thing or another. But I mean, I think the message I have is that it's okay. Like we can acknowledge that a dream job isn't always a dream job. It's a job. Like there are going to be times when it's not great and that, you know, and, and that's okay. Yeah. And we picked this particular job because usually it doesn't feel like painful drudgery, which I have to say right now, it certainly doesn't feel like painful drudgery. It just feels like... I don't know. Yeah. Drudgery. Painful painful mountain climbing. (laughs) I'm not sure. (laughs) Um, But usually it is that. And that's why we picked it. And those fun elements are still here. You know, like we said, looking at dailies and we're going to get into post soon. And it's, it's all still there. It's just at this moment, it's not particularly fun. Sarah, I have advice for us because oh, good. a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the importance of finding time to laugh. And that is what we have dropped from our schedule. We have stopped <laughs> That's true. laughing. So let's put the time to laugh back in and that will help us as we create Fantasy Island. 
Yes. As we are working all weekend, this coming weekend, let us remember to laugh. Yes. Just like a couple times. We shall (laughs) laugh. Let them laugh. If other people have gone through this, we'd love to hear from you because I think it's really interesting that you can have a dream job, you can love your job, but sometimes you don't. Yes. Coming up, we have a take a hike that I would say is somewhat connected to this, Sarah. But first, this break. Okay, Liz, it's time for Take a Hike, where we talk about physical, mental, and spiritual health. And today, it's mental health. Um, As evidenced by our first segment, uh, we're, you know, this week has been a little challenging. So challenging that we've realized something very important, which is only one person can break down at a time. (laughs) Yes. And this is one of the best things about being part of a team. There is usually someone who can keep it together if the other person cannot. Yeah, we had, uh, there was a very special day this week where both of us had breakdowns. But the good thing is that they were divided by about 15 hours. I was early in the day. You were at the end of the day. Yes. But in the morning... I had a little like where I had to go in the bathroom and take some time. (laughs) And my only way through it is to get very quiet. I'm just like, I just need to go somewhere and be by myself, have some space, not engage. But you were there to just like keep things moving and keep dealing with all the things that are coming up. Yeah. And because we know each other very well, it's easy for us to pick up these signs like, I can see, okay, Sarah's not going to be engaging in this conversation. So let me (laughs) pick up the slack in this moment and chat and talk about what needs to be talked about and then hopefully give you time to recover. Yes, which you did. And then the unfortunate thing is you had an end of the day meltdown, but I wasn't there because I was putting Violet to bed. Yes, I had like a midnight meltdown. (laughs) You know, exhaustion. It was a long day. So yes, it would have been great if you'd been there. I kept it together enough that I could just text afterward and everyone didn't hold it against me, my little meltdown. But you know, they do happen. They do. And I think what's challenging is now there are things that we are legitimately frustrated with and we can't just be chill all the time. And also part of our job is to make sure certain things are happening and we can't be chill about it if they're just not. And, and also what makes it harder is other people have the things they're frustrated about because everybody has their agenda, right? Everybody has their job they need to get done and it's hard for everybody. So it's like you have all these people coming together. Everyone wants to make the best possible show, but everyone is trying to get their, their piece of it to get attention and to get done. And so that can just create a certain amount of conflict, which is just, it's all, it always happens. I mean, it's, it's normal. Yeah. And what we want to do is maintain that Sean Ryan calm. We always talk about like Sean is just who created the shield. Who's one of our mentors. He is never ruffled. And you and I have less of an ability. I think we've gotten better, but we do get, ruffled and it comes out in times. Well, what's interesting though, Liz, because we had Sean on the podcast and he actually said that he does 
He just holds it in a different way. He doesn't show it. Yes. Although now that I know that he does, I think I might be more aware. Mm. Like if we were working with him, I'd be like, oh, okay, Sean's having a moment. I'm seeing something. That's true. But it was comforting to me that he actually does Yes. Not kind of maintain perfect calm all the time, but that's something we work on. And we were discussing, Sarah, how not everyone has an official work partner like you and I do, but people often work in teams and groups. And we were talking about how it would be helpful if if you're in a team or a group to sort of have that buddy where you can say, hey, pick up my slack if I'm having a moment or let me have some space if I'm having my moment, like have each other's back because you and I do try to have each other's backs in these situations. And it's very helpful. And I think actually having that explicit conversation with someone, not just hoping they'll have your back, but actually planning for it is a good idea. Yes, because no one who works with a group of people (laughs) is going to avoid frustration. It just is part and parcel of being a human being (laughs) in a work environment with others. Like, even if, frankly, if I were just like a writer working by myself in a room, I'd probably get frustrated with myself. But like, if you're working like out in the world with people, this is going to come up. Yes. So being prepared for that and knowing who your your meltdown buddy is, would be a great idea. And this is like college students, you know, who are constantly having to do group projects and that kind of thing. Just knowing that like, okay, if Sam is not pulling his weight and I'm getting annoyed by it, I know that Matilda is going to like step in and keep things moving while I take my time. Mm -hmm. Good old Matilda. Be somebody's Matilda. Yes. Oh, and then another thing that came from this week's fun is that there was a time when I just did need a moment and you weren't there. And for once in my life, I actually said, you know what? I just need a minute. I'm going to walk down here instead of having a conversation that I wasn't ready to have. And I don't usually do that. I will usually just grit my teeth and knuckle through it. And I was like, okay, I'm proud of myself for at least in that moment being like, Mm -hmm. I am not going to do this right now. I'm going to take the time that I need. So do that too. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done that. When you said that, I'm like, I don't remember if I've ever done that. I've certainly had times I should have done that because, you know, you know you're not going to have a productive conversation. But to actually do it does show growth, Sarah, and presence of mind. (laughs) Yes. As opposed to just automatically, as you said, knuckling through it. So I am proud of you. Thank you. I will try to remember it next time before the meltdown happens. And then we also have to be aware that other people are having their meltdowns and give them some grace. I mean, we're not the only people. You know, everyone has their moments And it is because, as you said, we're all human. We all get frustrated. We all, like, it comes out sometimes. And let those people have their meltdowns. And um, just be kind. Give yourself grace. Give others grace. It all goes back to um, kindergarten, right? There's that whole thing about, all my life lessons I learned learned in kindergarten. Just be kind to people and also take turns. If you're going to have a meltdown, don't do it at the same time as the other person. (laughs) Yes, exactly. No, but it is funny. The second one of us melts down, the other automatically goes the other direction. 
Yes, shifts. Yeah. It's like even if I had been close to a meltdown, if I see you're melting down, suddenly I am got it my stuff together. So that is a great thing about a partnership. Yes, it helps. Okay, Sarah, it is time for hits and bombs because Hollywood is all about big hits and big bombs. And this week we have a big hit for our cast and crew. And it is about how well everyone is handling working in the heat and humidity in Puerto Rico with COVID gear. With COVID gear. I mean, everyone who works here, I guess, is used to working in this climate, but it's totally different when you have a KN95 mask and a face shield and if you have glasses on with a oh face shield, that's a whole other level. And, and then there's comms on your ears. And a lot of people are wearing uh, latex gloves. It is really, it's a lot to be yes. here when it's super hot and humid with all of that stuff on all day long. And they handle it so incredibly well. And they're doing such amazing work. Yes, and it's also just a hassle because when you arrive on set, you have to have your temperature taken. You have to fill out a form. You have to get a, like a special band to show that you've checked in. So it is a whole to do and it's necessary. Um, and I think everyone's thrilled to be working. But that mask feels, you feel it. And it is just, the sweat was just dripping. <laughs> And so it, it humbles us because whenever we want to complain, which of course we want to complain, we stop ourselves because we see that all these other people are handling it so well. So good for everybody for just stepping up and, and dealing with what they have to deal with and not complaining. And then also COVID testing. You know, everybody on our crew has to get COVID tested depending on what zone they're in, sometimes up to three times a week. So you're constantly having something stuck up your nose. Yes. And it's just part of the job these days. And it's so important for everybody to stay safe and healthy, but it's not fun. No. So everyone out there, get vaccinated so we can yes. go back to life as it used to be. Okay, Sarah, we also have a bomb, and that <laughs> bomb is for our not as effective as we would like them to be bug sprays. I think I am on like my third bug spray, Liz, and I, I am very, bugs really, really, really like me, but oh my God, where is, what is the good bug spray? We just keep looking at different bug sprays and seeing the percentage of DEET that they have, and as like you're someone who I would think would not want a lot of DEET in your bug spray, but you're just like, no, what's the highest percentage I can possibly get is how much I want. Like the bugs are real. We both have like a lot of bug bites. As you said, it feels like we're at summer camp with all of our bug bites. I woke up in the middle of the night with like a huge one on my, the bottom of my foot. And I'm like, oh, that's going to be Oh fun. my God. I was like, oh, should I be wearing bug spray to bed? Yes, you should, apparently. No, you're right. I'm totally the person who's like, I just want, like, tea tree oil and whatever. No, not here. I am, I, whatever it takes, I, I will spray it on my body if it means I'm not getting all of these bug bites. And, of course, they're not biting Violet at all. They're just biting me. 
and me, but we have these writer meetings on our patios and everyone's <laughs> constantly getting up and spraying bug spray and then like slapping themselves and jumping because something bit them. And then sometimes there's no bugs at all. So I don't, I'm not sure exactly when to know if they're going to be bugs or not, but boy, we need the, the good stuff. So if anyone has something they swear by, do please email us at happierinhollywood at gmail.com because we will find it and we will get it. Yes. And if it's not 80% deep, but, you know, even better. <laughs> yeah. Coming up, we've got a Hollywood hack that ensures tomorrow will be better than today. But first, this break. Okay, Liz, finally it's time for this week's Hollywood hack. It's a simple one. Well, it seems simple. Go to bed. Tomorrow is a new day, so just go to bed. Yes. And you know, this is something I have my uh, Happier with Gretchen Rubin, my other podcast with my sister, Gretchen Rubin, and going to bed is like her solution for many things. <laughs> she is a sleep zealot. And she is that person who will always say, if you're upset, just go to bed. She's always like, oh, can you just go to bed? I mean, of course, I'm the person who's like, no, I'm going to stay up and watch four hours of Bravo. Why would I go to bed? But the truth is, if you had a bad day, if you're feeling off, if you're feeling overwhelmed, going to bed is probably the best thing you can do, both for your mental health and practically speaking. Yes. And I feel lucky to have Violet here just for this reason, <laughs> because obviously I'm putting her to bed every night. And there are nights when we'll work on the patio after she goes to sleep. And there are nights when I will just absolutely pass out with her. And the fact that she's here means I'm more likely to have those nights when I just go to bed. And I yes. really do wake up feeling like, okay, I can tackle this day. Yes. Better than I would have if I had stayed up or watched Bravo or done a work session. Like at a certain point, yes. there's a lot of diminishing returns. There sure is. Yeah. Even if you have a, like emails or work to do, sometimes if you're just so exhausted that you're not producing like good stuff, it's just better to go to bed. And also it's uh, my mom also suggests taking a shower when you're off. And it's it's that same kind of reset. It's like just reset and start again. Yeah. Reset and start again. Okay, that's it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. For questions or comments, email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and please subscribe if you haven't already. Thank you to our executive producer, Chuck Reed. And thanks to everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. Thanks to everyone at Cadence 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Listen to the other Onward Project podcasts. Happier with Gretchen Rubin, Side Hustle School, Do the Thing with Whole 30's Melissa Urban, and Everything Happens with Kate Bowler. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at S. Fain and Liz is at Liz Craft. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Until next week, I'm Liz Craft. And I'm Sarah Fain. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. <laughs> and we enjoy it most of the time. Most of the time. Sarah. 
Sarah, I was on set late last night and everyone was talking about that big Zoom we had where you were outside and you just faded into blackness as the sunset. They thought it was just the most hilarious thing. Like, first you had this really pretty sunset behind you and then it was like dimmer, 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 and then just black and you were a voice from the darkness. Yes. Well, and it was like I couldn't get off the meeting to go in and turn on the light. So it was just, and it happened so fast. Oh, well. It gets dark here so fast. It's like light and then it's just pitch black. Yes. Anyway, everyone got a big (laughs) kick out of it. From the Onward Project.